Welcome to podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Welcome back to podcast 2187 with Tim and with Mark. If you can't tell, my name is Mark and we have Tim with us tonight. How are you doing, Tim? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. Whoa. I I wasn't actually trying. Okay, we we can do this, though. We can do this, though. Um, What would you say next? (laughs) I don't know. How how would I sound? How do I sound to you? Well, that's what I need to figure out. I don't even know what you would say. I don't know. I, I know that I, I know that you I think of you as sort of an Alex P. Keaton from Family Ties. Okay. You're you're, you're witty, you're funny, you're very proper. <laughs> Not necessarily agree with him politically, I don't really know, but you're more like, you know, and you've got that you've got that podcast voice, that host, you know, sound. <laughs> I, I would like to know, though, if when I meet you in person, if uh-huh. this is how you really sound. Yeah. I, I mean, like, when I first started with podcast stuff, I did try to sound like radio-like. Nowadays, I really don't give a crap. Like, what you hear is what you get when I speak. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, I, I wonder if I could get with you and it's like, yo, mofo, what's up? <laughs> if you're just like, you know, completely opposite. No, I, I am known for being like extremely chill and laid back. Okay. So yeah, I would like no. to have a beer with you. Yeah, I would like that as well, but with you, not with me. Right. What well, was the one I saw today? I, and this has nothing to do with politics, more to do with interest. It was like, I don't know why I got promoted on my, on my Twitter feed, but it was like, hey, uh, you, you can uh, have a beer with Elizabeth Warren. And I was like, what? Who? Her? <laughs> Yeah, that's the last person I want a beer with. Or says, or coffee, or drink. It's like I don't. You're not the type of person I want to hang out with. I don't want to hang out with a politician and have a beer. I want to hang out with somebody who, you know, maybe lets a guard down a little bit. It's like I, I wouldn't. Well, I would. I wouldn't want to win. I wouldn't want a win a chance to have a beer with Ted Cruz, right? Or maybe Donald Trump, just because it would be interesting as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, well, I, I'd love to. I'd love to have a beer with Obama. That would be. That would be sweet. Right. Because but, certainly, look, I'll have a. I'll have a beer with any president. Okay. Below that, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, it's just yeah. they, they. They so much of the time they don't come across as the people who would be your friends. Right. But imagine being able to say you had a beer with a president. Okay. Okay. Who it is? Nixon. I would have had a beer with him. <laughs> Even Jimmy Carter, God, God love him. I'd have a beer with him. It'd probably be like peanut beer, but I'd have a beer with him. Okay. Or jelly? Who was he? Who was into jelly beans? Was that Reagan? Uh, I don't. Yeah, Carter was beans. a peanut because he might have been a peanut farmer, and I think Reagan liked jelly bellies. Okay, I don't remember that. I know it's before your time, Tim. I'm old. Or is it? So you haven't met me. I could be like fifty-four. I've seen pictures of you. You're, you're, you're young and vibrant. I don't know about that. I mean, you see pictures of me. Yeah. Just look up death in in how, the. Uh... How do you know that those were pictures of me? Just just because well, the person's wearing a podcast two eight seven t shirt doesn't mean I didn't put a random stranger up to it. Every time I have like hired, it, this is too much of a conspiracy. Never mind. Well, okay, so you're one of those guys. You, you're just putting. The guy was rather attractive, so you're just paying random attractive people <laughs> to have pictures of uh, them in podcast 287 shirts? 
Well, that is one thing I would say. If I did end up hiring somebody to be me, I would have selected somebody a little bit more uh, Chris Hemsworth-like. If you had to cast somebody as you, who would you pick? I don't know who I would pick. I have been told two different people before, though. Uh, and honestly, I don't really agree with either one. Um, but I have to remember the one guy's name. Uh, one of them I was told was like a, not now, but younger uh, Chris Evans before. Okay. Which I don't, again, I don't really say that, but okay. And the other guy, uh, oh, is, I have to look it up. That might be his name. Yes, I have been told, no, Anzel Elgort. I've been told him before, too. I don't even know who that is, man. That's the dude who's in, uh, he's in Baby Driver, The Fault in Our Stars, Divergent. Oh, uh, maybe. I mean, oh, that guy. Okay, yeah, no, I can see that. That's his I've name. I told those two things. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so what I should do, uh, it's too much time right now, but I should find like the celebrity baby maker and combine the two of them and see if it looks remotely similar. It won't, but. Just well, supposedly, them. from what I've been told, I look like two, two types of people. Okay. I either look like Pedro Pascal, which I've been told I look a lot like him. Okay. I've also been told I look a lot like Idris Elba. Okay. So which whichever of those two <laughs> handsome, attractive gentlemen that uh, you know you prefer, that's what I look like. Okay, seems right, right, Tim? Yeah, I'll, yeah. I mean, uh huh. I'm, I'm not really Latino or uh, or black, but whatever, whatever floats your boat. Maybe I'm just yeah. a middle aged white guy. Yeah, no, I'm totally agreeing with this completely. Sure. Uh huh. The higher pitch my voice gets, it's uh, more of a lie. Yeah. Actually, I think I look like the, there's one guy from uh, um, Resistance. He he does one of the voices, and yeah. he's also I think on Saturday Night Live. Okay. Larger oh, problem. Bobby Moynihan. Yes, probably closer to him, but with a beard. Possibly, I just okay. I, there's not many you know there's not many halfway See, decent larger gentlemen around. So if if I did have to cast myself in a movie though, you know what I would go with? Who? No, not who. What? Do you know what a blobfish looks like? No. You, you need to Google this. Okay. Just go to Google, type in blob fish, one word, and you, there you have it. Is it a sexy fish? You'll see. Oh, blob fish? Uh-huh. Is this real? I mean, just the fact that it's a blob. Huh? <laughs> it's a real fish, though. Oh, my God. Hold on. <laughs> That's not real. Yeah. No, seriously, it is. That's got the coolest face ever. <laughs> you know it, it's got like its official science name i forget what it is but like according to wikipedia uh, somebody, somebody put donald trump here on top of him <laughs> no it says it's a deep sea fish uh in the family of something i'm not going to pronounce it inhabits the deep waters off the coasts of mainland australia and tasmania as well as the waters of new zealand uh, they're typically shorter than 12 inches. They live at depths between 600 and 1,200 meters, where pressure is 60 to 120 times as great at, as at sea level, uh, which would likely make gas bladders inefficient for maintaining buoyancy. I don't know why I needed to know that. And it's anyway. a, picture, a picture of somebody with a blobfish and Donald Trump side by side. Anyway, so that's who I would cast as, as me. Like somebody can dub the voice, but that's the visual for me. Okay, but you don't look like a blobfish. Blobfish for anybody looks like Ziggy, the cartoon character, the the newspaper strip from the front, from the side. I don't know. He looks like angry, angry old man. <laughs> All right, we managed to spend what? How many minutes talking about anything but Star Wars? 
This is like the old days with Jared. To be fair, there isn't a whole lot to be talking about. One thing. Can we, get, can we get Galaxy's Edge out of the way real quick? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it's a thing. It's a um, thing. It's a really cool thing. It has opened. It has in, in Disneyland, going. not Disney World yet. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you why I'm so salty. I am going to Disneyland on Thursday. I okay. have free tickets that were given to me at the last moment, and they had to be used by a certain date. I do not have reservations for Galaxy's Edge. Done. <laughs> I'm going to walk by Star Wars Land. I'm going to try and see if I can get me and my son in. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I may just be giving fingers to everybody that's going inside. <laughs> and, so, and so if you see a guy who looks like Bobby Moynihan arrested <laughs> for giving fingers to patrons of Star Wars Land on Thursday, that's me. Okay. So anyways, bottom line with Galaxy's Edge, it looks really fun. Yes. Um, it, it's not as crowded as I expected, and I think that has a lot to do with the fact that there's actually they're limiting the amount of people, and I think when they actually get rid of the reservations, it's going to be crowded as hell. Well, hey, you know, I'm really wondering if they're going to. They might not because people are really enjoying the experience. You know, it, it's not going to be immersive like they want if you can move two steps and then stop again because of the crowd. Right, because somebody's there. Yeah, I, I honestly think they should. It really seems like at this point. Yeah. Four hours is pretty good. Uh, is a pretty good amount of time. Yeah, especially if there's that. only so many people in there, you can hit up most of it if it's a controlled number of people. Because yeah, I'm seeing crazy pictures of people standing by the Millennium Falcon. And there's like nobody there. Right. It's like uh, that would be the. I would just be laying down right there, just looking. Uh, Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Having lunch underneath it, and yeah, like and I thought table. they were building an ad out there, but. Is there? I, I don't know. No one's showing me pictures of ads. There, I think they're supposed to be, and I don't know if it's actually built there, if it's a video, I don't know, but there was supposed to be some sort of ad thing with the Rise of the Resistance uh, uh, ride that hasn't been finished yet. I see. So, yeah. That's why I'm I think, no I think that's a physical. I think they built those. For that. I thought they did. I thought they built two of them side by side. I, wasn't that one of the first things that when we were getting pictures early on, didn't we see some of those? Yeah, it could have just been something though that looked like an ad at. True, but no, I'm pretty sure that that's where it is. It could have been the structure that they were going to build a a, um, a mountain on top of. Yeah, it could be inside a mountain. Well, and but I, I've seen I've seen concepts like, like like concept art or, or video or something that did show on the Rise of Resistance ride that at one point you would like round a corner and have to like go underneath ad at so we're standing right there or something like that. It was really neat looking. I hope so. Um, yeah, so they're involved somehow. So anyways, it looks fun. Um, it is the biggest cash cow I've ever seen. I know, and it's working, and I'm so sad. I'm going to be like, nah, I'm not going to do that. And, and, you know, save money. It's, it's enough money to go down to Disney World in the first place. For me, it's World. Go down to Disney World in the first place. Uh, stay there with the hotels, all that, and then the, the park admissions. All yeah, this. but Disney, Disney World has the Star Wars Hotel, though. Yeah, and I'm not even gonna be able to stay there because that's freaking expensive. That looks amazing. Yeah, but it's it like will they're, be. they're getting you. They're like they're getting you everywhere. Oh, you want a soda? You have to buy the Star Wars Coke, and it's like you gotta buy the Star Wars Coke. Yeah, because <laughs> it's no, but, written differently. 
No, it really does look awesome though, and I'm like, because I've seen some videos from people about it, and I'm like, well, crap. Like, so there goes my money, especially, especially with the whole lightsaber thing, like that. In and of themselves, like they look cool, they're fine. All right, you know, you, you can get more accurate ones through individual sellers, makers, or whatever. That's cool. But the process of the experience of making it in the room and the the like ceremonial, like like the immersion that they do when they help you make this lightsaber, oh, yeah. like I need to experience that. That that needs to happen. <laughs> so. I would like to know who they con like. I would like to really know what the process was for de designing a lot of this stuff. Because this is really mm -hmm. like deep inside Star Wars stuff. Yeah, like uh, even some Clone Wars stuff. Like Hondo is involved too, you know. So like this isn't just some you know Disney group of people. By Disney, I mean Disney World. You know, Imagineers group of people who saw the original trilogy when they were kids and haven't seen it since and were fan. You know, it's not that type of thing. No, this is like this is this is for. I don't think there's anything Star Wars Resistance. I could be wrong. But otherwise, this is every single area of Star Wars mm -hmm. uh, represented there. And I think that's cool, other than Legos. And, you know, if, if you're only a fan of Lego Star Wars, then I'm going to gatekeep you and you should get out. <laughs> that's well, fair, I mean, though, right? That, well, is, that, that's, isn't that fair, Tim? If that's the only thing you're a fan of, that's more of a Lego fan than a Star Wars fan. Right. Then we don't need you. Go, go, to, go to downtown Disney and go to the Lego store. Nobody wants Legos, you know, with Lego props. I, I just feel like I want a gatekeep. Okay, well, I'll shoo out as many people as you want right now. Let's see how many people you can offend in our show. Admiral Akbar haters. That's a thing. <laughs> That's a thing. Uh, okay. Uh, you, you can go away. Because apparently, here's the thing. I, I went and saw Last Jedi with Jared, our old uh, uh, host. God bless right. him. I miss you, Jared. And... About 10, 15 minutes after Admiral Akbar got sucked out, I leaned over to Jared and I'm like, did Akbar die? And he's like, I don't, I don't know. I think so. So, so clearly, whether you like the character or not, right. you don't have to make it all ceremonious or, or you don't have to focus on it forever. But it was kind of like really sort of an inglorious death for a character who's, you know, been a Jedi. He was in The Force Awakens. He showed up in The Clone Wars. You know, he's been in the... In the in, in the media and all that and it is what it is and i get i guess the big hullabaloo or or kerfuffle whatever you want to call it on the internet this week is that there was a audio interview with tim rose who plays admiral akbar and he was kind of lamenting the fact that he felt uh his character got the short end of the stick and I get that in a way, you know, I may not necessarily agree with that because I'm not an actor though, you know? And so yeah. if you feel that you're, I, I've seen video, I, I watched a video of the Game of Thrones table read to where the one guy Varys, uh, he looked very upset when his character got the ax. And I think it was appropriate that his character died, but I could see how you've lived with a character for eight years or whatever. And mm -hmm. maybe you wanted a different end for him. You know, in a situation with Tim Rose, who's probably gone to convention after convention, had fan after fan, fan after fan come up to him and ask for his autograph or tell him how much he really loves the character. You know, the character may not mean much to some people, but it obviously means a lot to him mm -hmm. because of the interactions that he's had with fans. 
And so there is the angry, angry, I hate Last Jedi subset of fans who took this interview and ran with it. And this is just another excuse to say how horrible The Last Jedi is and how horrible Disney is and how horrible Ryan Johnson is. And it's stupid. It, it, you know, I don't, I don't appreciate those fans. I think those fans are ridiculous. But then automatically, you get the other side of the fans who are there to defend The Last Jedi who say, oh, Admiral Akbar's a crap character anyways. He barely had any time. He's only a meme. And, um, you know, they start disparaging the actor for feeling this way. And it's like, okay, that's the wrong response, guys. You, 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 don't, take your, you don't take a situation to where angry trolls are using an interview to, to disparage, you know, Star Wars creators to then disparage other Star Wars creators or actors in the film. And, and I think the discourse is really ridiculous. Everybody has a favorite character. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter who the character is. I love Boba Fett. Always have. You know, he, he was the coolest character to me when he was little. And it, and it bothers me when people, you know, say, oh, he's a no-nothing character or he's a horrible character or whatever. That's their opinions, obviously. But it's like, you know, you might have a favorite that you love that I don't really care about. And that's your prerogative. You know, everybody has their favorite. But, but don't disparage an actor or his character just as a means of one-upping other angry internet trolls. It, 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 it does the fandom no service to, to be that, to do that type of thing. Anyways, my rant's over. <laughs> I'm good. So uh, any other one else? Like you got to gatekeep anybody else? No, I would like to get I would like to get uh, Star Wars Wars back at some point. I really want to just Wars? find somebody. Yeah, I want to find somebody to argue just angrily about Star Wars, and then you know hug it out after the interviews over or after the segments over. I need to find somebody who disagrees about something Star Warsy with me. Uh, I'm sure we can disagree over something if we look hard enough. Okay, we'll have to figure that out. I want to find somebody who absolutely thinks The Last Jedi is the greatest Star Wars movie ever. And then maybe we can argue that out. Okay. The only thing is, if you want that, just log into Twitter. Oh. Alright, well. We'll have to round up one of the usual suspects then. So, uh, the, the only other thing I was going to mention other than the Galaxy's Edge stuff, by the way, is that the Vanity Cover, Vanity Fair... Uh, covers and story and all that did come out since we recorded last. I'm sure everybody's already familiar with it all and aware of it and everything. Uh, so there's not really a whole lot to be going over. But uh, what I will say is it was all very cool looking. Uh, not a lot of new information that really came from it. But if you're happy to see the, the Knights of Ren back, congratulations. We got to see that. And uh, uh, some information that was already kind of alluded to like we have discussed previously on the show but i guess it's now somewhat official that this movie takes place about a year after the last jedi and so on and Is so it forth a year? yeah still too short i mean on the one hand yeah but on the other hand it would be kind of weird if they had the first two movies back to back and then the next one three years later just would feel the idea that they had the first two movies back to back is weird in and of itself yeah yeah you know, and again, uh, man, I mean, some of some of J.J. Abrams' interviews about, you know, breaking tradition, breaking tradition kind of because of what he saw Ryan Johnson do. Um, 
I don't think really Ryan Johnson broke much tradition as far as uh, the way he tells the story. Now, now maybe the timeline, it, it happening so quickly after um, Force Awakens is a break in tradition, but I think J.J. Abrams was the real first one to do it with the with the Force back, or what was it, the flashback? I don't know what they called it. The yeah, vision? The, yeah, I think it's yeah, like for. All of it. Oh, they you know what? But so did, so did Ryan Johnson. So I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm necessarily a fan of, of it's, I suppose that the sequel trilogy is all sort of issued to this, you know, different kind of, you know, uh, cinematic language. I guess it's okay. But at the same time, I, I would honestly prefer that they all sort of stayed within the realm of what one through six did. You know what I mean? Like if you said they stopped doing wipes. Right. It, it wouldn't be Star Wars. If you started doing like shaky cameras all the time and jump cuts and like start throwing in some rock music or something, I'd be like, what? Not Star Wars. Do do that on the on a you know, on the on a Disney Plus series if you want to do something. Well no, I was gonna I was gonna kinda go back to like what you were saying about the last Jedi and, and, and a year apart being too close. Or, or or rather not not oh yeah, yeah, you're saying it was too close, right? Yeah. The, the the thing is, I have seen some people saying that they have an issue already with the concept of Rey seemingly being very far ahead in her training or advancement or development if it's only been a year and she doesn't have any trainers. Like, no one's training her kind of thing. She's got I've, the I've books, seen, damn it. Well, not only that, but I've seen that point being made. And all I can think of is, like, I'm sorry, but do you listen to what is said in the trailer? Like, Luke... Skywalker says, we have taught you everything we know. I think that's pretty much the best training anybody could possibly get. What I like, like to know is, does we include Anakin? I, I'm assuming slash hoping so. I don't know. I, you know, the, the thing is, is that is that I think this episode, no matter what, is going to drive further wedges in the community and and on all sides it's gonna piss everybody off you can see it coming i really think so really okay let me just start let me just start with with the one that i think is gonna is gonna anger the average person who's loved the last jedi okay Uh uh where's rose okay well i mean no 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 Seriously, where's Rose? Uh, higher up in the resistance. Okay, so she's she's not that important. I'm not talking about as a character or personally. I mean, as the story goes, she is relegated to the background, right? Uh, they make it they make think... it very clear. That this these three groups of that these three people Finn Poe and Ray are very tight, and when they start talking about Finn Ray and Poe, I think there's some uh, something at Disney that they're that they recorded voices for. Was it Rise of the Resistance or whatever? Yeah. Right? Didn't yeah. you hear that somewhere? Yeah, it, I think it was potentially. Um... Uh, Adam Driver, I think I heard, did some for it. Right. So, mm-hmm. but no Rose. No, uh, uh, no Rose Tico. I don't even remember her name. What's what's her what's her actress actress name? 
uh, Kelly Marie Tran. Thank you. I don't even know my own age at the time. Uh, so, so no Kelly Marie Tran. She's think- not even doing interviews. She refused to do interviews or didn't want to do interviews or didn't respond to requests for interviews for the Vanity Fair article. That was noted by the writer in an Ask Me Anything on Reddit. I'm just feeling like she is probably going to be... She'll have less of a role than she did in The Last Jedi, I feel like. But I also don't think she's going to be a, a, a Maz in, in Last Jedi either. I think she's going to have more of a role. Maybe not at first, but like... Okay, but uh, the, the best thing we can, we can compare her to is Lando, right? So right. Lando's a character who's introduced in Empire Strikes Back. And now, while you don't necessarily expect Lando to be part of the three, he does contribute an important, important part of Return of the Jedi. He's there for the rescue of Han Solo from Carbonite. Mm-hmm. He's there for the final battle against against the Death Star. He's missing for arguably the middle half half of the movie or the middle section of the movie. He has a, a small bit of dialogue with Han Solo about the Millennium Falcon, but otherwise, he's missing from the middle of the movie. Uh huh. Is she the Lando of the trilogy, of this trilogy, or is she less than the Lando? Is she important enough? Does she do enough that you would say, oh, yeah, she's kind of like the Lando? She's not the three. And see, that's the problem, is that the three aren't even going to be the three until this movie. That is true. The The three exist for... Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and then they continue on for, you know, Return of, the Jedi, for Return of the Jedi. Right. The three do not exist right. in The Force Awakens or Last Jedi. So it's like, why couldn't you technically put her there? And again, I mean, whatever they chose to do as far as, as, far as Kelly Marie Tran and Rose Tico is their decision. But it's going to cause some issues. It's going to make some people angry. And so the people that you normally had on your side I honestly think that you're going to upset him a little bit if she's sidelined. Yes, but I do feel like in the whole context of the movie, it's going to be one of those, if I could have changed one thing, I would have had more rows, but I don't think that's going to make them dislike the movie. I don't know. I mean, there to an extent, we've said this before, you're never going to make everybody 100% happy. But by yeah, but and there's large... Gonna be, there's going to be questions that perhaps they sidelined her somewhat because of the fan reaction to her. Kind of like there's still questions or, or, or thoughts to this day that they sidelined Jar Jar because of the reaction to him. Like, I had heard at the time, and I keep asking Jason, uh, Jason Ward for making Star Wars Die. I swore that we had talked about this because I've known Jason for a long time. I've known him back, you know, uh, pretty much since pre-Attack of the Clone days. I swear I remember saying that Jar Jar was going to have a journey. And that he was going to uh, grow from episode to episode. And that that died, you know. That died with, uh, it feels like that died with their fan reaction for Phantom Menace. I don't have, I can't, it's so hard to search that long ago in a, uh, on the internet because mm-hmm. the internet only wants to give you things like if, if I type Jar Jar hero's journey and I'm at best, I'm going to get, you know, 
if that was used anywhere in 8 million articles in the last five years, that's all I'm getting is five years ago. Which, by the yeah. way, I mean, not, not to go on an aside, but can you talk about your recent Twitter uh, findings? Oh, sure. Because that was so, very interesting to me. Yeah, it was great. So I was going through my computer. I have just, I have an old computer that I that I pull up every once in a while from my iTunes, rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> and, and I think I still, I haven't uploaded the new, I haven't updated the new iTunes anytime recently, so I think it's going to be okay, but um and i was going through my documents my documents my documents i I don't even know how it works that i have this but there's i have to click a folder that says documents to view public documents to then get into a folder that says documents and then it pulls up an old folder that has like star wars in it and it has star wars screenplays and i have like 40 maybe 20 i don't know um different versions of Star Wars screenplays that I think I got off the internet or maybe somebody gave me at one point um, that has the various versions of, you know, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, uh, all the older original trilogies. So I was looking through um, the Attack of the Clones screenplay, uh, one of the rough drafts. And Attack of the Clones, you know, I will fight it and argue it any day with anybody who wants to come on and do Star Wars Wars, but Attack of the Clones is one of my favorite Star Wars films. Uh, and so there's a section in there that Jar Jar Banks was originally supposed to speak something called um, Diplo dialect, which means that he has learned to speak you know, a different language when he's on the Senate, and it's more of a formal language. Mm-hmm. And I was always curious, you know, especially looking at it, that that what would be the reaction if that was actually in Attack of the Clones? If Jar Jar spoke very formally, like "Hello, Obi Wan, how are you?" and "It's so nice to see you again," and I'm speaking this new language. Um, and so I tweeted that to. Well, uh, and, and to clarify, when you say that he spoke more formally, it wasn't the introduction to him speaking either, right? What do you mean? Well, like in the little piece of the script that you tweeted, it started with him speaking like we know Jar Jar to speak, and then he transitioned. Oh yeah, he's like, into... he's like, so you know, so good to good to see you again, or whatever he said. Like, oh wait, wait, <laughs> it's so good to see you. Uh, everybody wants me to speak this way. The senators prefer it, kind of deal. You know, mm-hmm. I don't see the big deal, but fine. It's good to see you again. And so I tweeted that I'm at best, you know, just hoping that maybe he'd see it. You know, did you ever come up with a Jar Jar voice or Jar Jar, you know, language of him speaking a Diplo dialect? And I don't ever recall him with this ever being a question, but he responded and said, yeah, we worked on it. Yeah. Fantastic answer. But okay, now I want to hear it. (laughs) Exactly. That's that's a natural follow up question. Yeah. I want to hear Jar Jar speak Diplo dialect. Yep. And in somebody out there, if anybody listens and sees him, you know, in, in a live engagement, needs to ask him to to speak to say something as Jar Jar in Diplo dialect, because that will that will rock the internet or the Star Wars community, as far as I'm concerned. Because I don't, I don't care. I I love the prequels. I love Jar Jar. You know, I, I I think I think for for us, and I'm an old fan. You know, I think us old fans, you know. We gave a bad rap to the prequels. Uh, I, I wasn't really one of them who was complaining, but 
you know, I think really did a disservice. And now people look on it fondly. And the people who grew up with the prequels absolutely look on it fondly. It's more Star Wars than the original trilogy of Star Wars. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love that. And, and it's really strange, you know, how Star Wars sort of matures for people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's definitely going to be people that grow up with, with the sequels. But, uh, yeah. You know, I, I remember these, you know, I was thinking about the other day you know, with, with these videos that came out, The People versus George Lucas. It was a big one. That mm-hmm. that was a, a fan-made video about how George Lucas has ruined, ruined Star Wars with the prequels. Right. And now you would have those same fans wanting nothing more than to have George Lucas come back. Signing petitions. And, yeah. And, it, and it's like, guys, do you even, you don't even know what you want. Just let... Just let it be the way it is, and if you like, cool. If you don't, you know. But but the fans are never happy, right? So whatever. But I, I would love to see Ahmed best. You know, I, that character Jar Jar is a great character. I don't care what anybody else says. They want to come on and, and fight me on Star Wars Wars about it. Let's do it. That's an open invitation. Yeah. Well, and, and I know that longtime sitting hosts. Uh, you know, Amanda Ward would would agree with me on this. She she and I are like uh, prequel buddies. Were were uh, especially Attack of the Clone buddies. Like any time mm-hmm. that there's anybody who who I know agrees with me on Attack of the Clones, it's her. Uh, and definitely, uh, um, definitely Jar Jar buddies. You know, she. I think really that the prequels are probably her. I, we'll have to have her on and and she can discuss it. But the prequels are, are probably more her star wars anybody than any others mm-hmm. but uh yeah you know it's just the point hating on everything you know either like it or you don't you know find the things that you like and enjoy it and and i like jar jar so well and like, and we've, my butt. we've said this before and i'm sure it applies to most people maybe not everybody but most most people most star wars fans uh attack of the clones is not my least favorite of the star wars movies so far it's not like a top two but it's not my least favorite either so what i've i've said for a long time though is even whatever is your least favorite star wars movie it's still probably one of your favorite movies though you know what i'm saying so like, yeah oh for sure like, like even though you know you may feel like george lucas came along and, and ruined star wars and you've only seen the prequels twice you know did you there was still a part of you that you still enjoyed it when you watched it you know like well and it's really tough for me with a movie like you know you know especially attack of the clones because if i had to rank it i was like well i don't, I don't really know where i'd put it you know it'd still probably be fairly low down in the scheme mm-hmm. of things but it tries to do so many different things Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't, I'm not sure if it necessarily succeeds in everything, but it's like I have to love it because of what it tries to do. And, and, and I think the amount of new people it introduces and the new characters it introduces and, and the situations and places. And, you know, it's like the, the fact that it managed to do all of that and not be a piece of, you know, total crap or whatever uh it amazes me and obviously there are people out there who go well it is a piece of total crap (laughs) whatever well the the movie was it was ambitious in multiple ways it was not not only with with what they tried to do 
story wise or, or lore wise, but also what they do in, in the actual making of the movie with the digital elements to it and so on. And like, and, and, and again, I think I mentioned this a long time ago, but before Disney bought Lucasfilm and we had the old uh, EU, the old canon, old lore, all that good stuff. One of my favorite things to take from that was the story that General Grievous was at the Battle of Geonosis in the stands, kind of like, or not in the stands, but kind of like in the background observing from a distance since he was training and learning from Count Dooku. And while the battle was ongoing, he wasn't allowed to join it because he wasn't ready yet, but he's just watching what's going on. And he zeroed in on Obi-Wan and really saw him as the guy who would be his uh, his best match down the road kind of thing. And that's Where's part that of the re- I forget where, but I, it was just something that I, I... I think there's like a YouTube video about it or something like years ago that I saw it. And, and I loved that idea. I thought that was awesome. So... And that whole concept isn't even possible without the places that Attack of the Clones went with this Geonosis, this battle arena, bring all the Jedi in, so on and so forth. Dooku, all this. Yeah, you, you just look at the fact that this is where we really see Count Dooku, obviously. And from Count Dooku comes, you know, comes uh, General Grievous. Down the road. But also a size Ventress. And also all of the Commerce Guild. And, and the separatists right. and, and and everything that represents. So it's whether it's Wat Tambor or, or you know, all, all the different uh, all the different people in 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 the in the separatists. And then you've got the Geonosis. You've got Geonosis and the Genosians. You've got an expansion upon the Tuscan Raiders. You've got well, going back to Naboo and seeing her family, and going back to Tatooine and seeing what happens with Watto. And you've got Coruscant. The first time you really get to see Coruscant, as far as Right. You know, they go with, with you, you know, you see the, the lows and highs and the industrial section and, and Camino and, and Boba Fett and Django, and, and it just keeps going as far as what this – and that's not even counting Yoda kicking right. ass. Exactly. Well, and, and look at what this introduced us to because there are people who really don't like the prequels, so they say at least – and because uh, there's a certain portion of the time, I wonder if people just say that to try to be popular. So, I mean, I get people have their opinions. If you don't like it, you're allowed to have your opinion. I'm not saying that you're you're wrong or lying. But there are some people who just seem like they're trying too hard to get on the bandwagon of not liking those movies. But anyway, uh, they don't like them for whatever reason. And but at the same time, love Clone Wars. As a series, right. that's not even possible without the prequels i mean the era the characters of course what we were introduced to the state of the galaxy all this kind of stuff the clone wars is an expansion of the prequels right yeah i mean i'm not saying you have to like them equally but i mean let's be fair at least appreciate it you know if you don't like it if it's not your style of art that's fine i can look at a piece of art and i'm like ah that's not my taste but i can still appreciate it for its value as art you know and you don't need to be calling it crap because you don't like it I agree. <laughs> I, I mean, really, it, it, it's one of those things that, that it's hard. I, I don't, I don't understand the idea. Like, like I'm an old school Star Wars fan. You know, I was born in God. I was born in 1973. Okay, so the wow. first time I saw, <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, first time I saw Star Wars, I remember seeing. I remember bits and pieces in my memory of me seeing it at, at a drive-in, right? Right, and. uh it was one of those trucks that had a camper shell on top of it. And I was in the part of the truck that 
road above like the cab, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a little sleeping area above where you drive. Right. And so I remember being at the drive-in and watching, you know, stormtroopers and all that. And that's all I really remember. Um, but I definitely remember more seeing its re-release right before Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. But in the time before Empire Strikes Back, I, I I played with the toys and and I immersed myself in the music, you know, the soundtrack, and and so, you know, me watching Empire, you know, opening weekend, I think I don't really recall when I saw it, but I do I do remember my mom taking me to see the re-release of of Star Wars, and there was an extensive trailer for empire strikes back and and so then me seeing return of the jedi i remember that for sure that that i remember where that was opening weekend i saw it on the sunday uh-huh. but that shouldn't mean that you necessarily hate everything that comes through it you may not appreciate it but you know saying i'm an og fan or i'm an old school fan that shouldn't be the rallying crying that everything afterwards is crap you know right it's like the, uh, in what way does that automatically make you superior or better or anything right <laughs> just, because, just because i was you know i watched it when i could and, and for no other reason than i was just born at that time doesn't make me better or worse than anybody else and it well, doesn't make everything well it doesn't make everything that came after it horrible you well, know and, and also when they reference that in the context of the current sequel trilogy uh, about you know, like, well, I am an original Star Wars fan, and I don't like blah blah blah. I hate to break it to you, but these movies aren't being made for you. You know, I mean, no, to an extent, they're, they're being made. They're being made for everybody to an extent, and they are trying to make people happy who like the originals and so on, of course. But the the goal of these movies isn't to make you happy; it's to inspire our current generation. What what you were for the originals, they're trying to do that again for the current generation. And and on the same note, our current generation does not have the same. It, our current generation doesn't think the same way I think. And and there's not, but the, but there's nothing wrong with that. It is what it is. Um, you know, there's certain there's certain music like I, the other day I'm driving in the car with with, with my wife and, and my son, and I'm hitting you know station after station. I'm like crap, crap, <laughs> crap. And I, I just go back to the oldie station, and the oldie station now is like stuff that was 15 years ago. Right. And it's like, okay, you know, it, it's stuff that felt more comfortable for me. And it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that I don't like to, to be challenged or be out of my box, but, you know, sometimes you just want what feels comfortable. Right. And these movies are not necessarily meant to make you feel comfortable. They're, they're designed for you know, a, a modern mindset. And if you want to keep something like Star Wars fresh for people, you have to sort of, you can't continue to live in the past. You know, you, you have to sort of see what the, I hate to say it, but you have to see what the audience wants, you know, within its settings. Right. Obviously the hero's journey is always important, but a hero's journey that modern day audiences might understand. Because it's a movie of, of these times, not the movie of 40 years ago. Correct. You know, I, I mean, to an extent, I, I, again, I get it. The originals are timeless. You know, they're classic because of their their straightforward good versus evil family story, all that. You know, I get all of that. We have that. That's what the original trilogy is. If we did that again, we would be getting the original trilogy again. Yeah. Instead of new movies. And right. we want new movies. 
So I, I do think one of the things that's interesting about episode nine is that it has the potential. I don't know how successful it's going to be, but based off of what we've heard about it, what we've a little bit that we've seen and so on, it really feels like what they're going for, like uh, they're aiming high for this. And, and it seems that they're really going to satisfy the fans of the prequels, the fans of the originals and the current fans for the sequels all at the same time. Again, I don't know how successful it will be, and even if it is very successful, there are still going to be people who don't like it because when you are an organization, or when you're a film, a franchise that has your fan base as the entire world, you know, it's going to be hard (laughs) to make the entire world happy. But you can come close, and reasonably speaking. So uh, there's so much weight writing on this movie because they're setting it up to satisfy everybody in its conclusion, but it has the potential to do it in a way that I'm not sure it has really been, been done before. Cause even when revenge of the Sith came out, that wasn't really, I mean, it was tying into the original trilogy. It wasn't supposed to wrap the original trilogy. You know what I mean? It was supposed to wrap its own, which it did with the prequels. Right, right. So now with episode nine, this is the first time we're really having a chance to wrap up the three part, three act plays that George Lucas talked about from the beginning. And it's the first time that we've had that. So we'll see how it goes, but it has a lot of potential to do some really good for this as a community fan base. Yeah, I, I think it'll, I mean, it, I hope it unites everyone. I really do. That There's nothing like the time leading up to the force awakens. That was so much fun with just the sense of community and excitement and hype and the thing, but the, Twitter, the, Twitter was wasn't a dumpster fire then either. You know, the, the, Twitter, t- Twitter has quickly evolved into into let me find out reasons why I can be satisfied on what it is that you're saying. Right. I, it really has. Yeah. I mean, everybody then was like, "Hey, look, I'm a Star Wars fan. You're a Star Wars fan. Cool, cool, kumbaya. I love you too." <laughs> you know, that was that's what it was, and now it's like. Yes, but what kind of Star Wars fan are you? Well, right. I, I like I like the animated stuff. Well, you're not good enough. You're not good right. enough to be in my circle. I'm not going to follow you. Or I'm going to not follow you anymore. You're done. You're out. You know, it, it, and not only for that, for everything. You know, just look at look at the Marvel stuff and the DC stuff and the Marvel people versus DC and DC. You know, you know the only group. I can't even say that. Star Trek's got its own anger group. Oh, really? Oh yeah, you know they're they're still the group that hates the Abram that they hate the Abrams Trek. Okay. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and they and they've been around. Um, you know that that's 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 Faw Trek or Faux Trek. That that's the fake stuff, and that this is not the real timeline. And so they hate uh, they hate Discovery, and Discovery's got its problems, but they hate Discovery, and and then I'm. Curious to see what they're going to say about Picard coming out. I, I, I'm trying to find. Apparently, there's even subsets of Thomas the Tank Engine that engage. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. They engage in arguments about that's, whether that's one of the best things I've heard all day. I, I'm going to have to look it up. I, I remember seeing a whole article about like the 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 subgroup of Thomas the Tank Tank Engine just going at it. It was a whole article about how how there was questions about. You know, this and that. I don't think anything's safe anymore. You know, there is no unified group of fans for everything. 
you know, it kind of sucks, you know? I'm trying to think about it, just various types of fan bases, and so far I haven't been able to come up with one that really is. I mean, some are, are, are closer to being a United fan base than others, but overall, even still, like, you have, like, subsections and, and you know, fan groups breaking apart to, you know, counter each other. I don't know. Like, you know, I get it. If you're a fan of something, it means a lot to you, and that, and that's awesome. So can we just, like, focus on why it means so much to you and why it's so cool in the first place instead of trying to force everybody else to see the same thing the same way that you do? Because that's never going right. to happen. You're you chasing know, it, after an impossible dream. It kind of even wraps around to what we started talking about with the whole idea of you know, the Akbar thing. It's like, you know, if somebody really likes Akbar, let them like Akbar. Yeah. The, the thing I think we all need to understand, on, 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 especially on social media, is that not everything deserves a reply. <laughs> if there's some idiot out there just spouting nonsense, he wants you to respond to him. The greatest thing to do is deprive that idiot of oxygen. Do not <laughs> respond to him. Let him just shout out into the void his stupidity and leave it at that. But instead, every person wants, let me have an argument with you. Some people just don't deserve the argument. Well, and if it really is that idiotic of of like a statement or opinion or whatever, it'll speak for itself. You don't need to point it out. I think most of it speaks speaks for itself. Yeah. (laughs) But is this even what we plan on having the whole podcast on? We plan on talking about Vanity Fair and uh, Galaxy's Edge for like. We talked about Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. We talked about Vanity Fair. We touched on great it. Picture. I mean, we weren't going to go too pictures. much into it. I yeah. still, I still think that uh, that that picture of um, Luke was from The Force Awakens. Shoot. Yeah, you know, I really because I don't know. I just feel like. Uh, I just really feel like they're not going to use that again for his ghost form for episode nine. It just doesn't feel quite right to me. Yeah. Especially his ghost form feels more like it should be his astral projection. Yeah, it really does. It really does. And and certainly not standing next to R2 in flames. You know, that seems very much like the the flashback that Ray saw, you know, so uh, perhaps they flash back to that again. And that's fine if they do, but otherwise it just feels to me like it may just be, you know, an unused picture that they didn't want to spoil Luke being in, you know, Force Awakens at the time. They wanted to allude to what you'd see, you know. I really feel like it, like it is uh, taken from uh, previous photo shoots. I, I don't, I don't think it's relating to like the Force back or whatever. Because even then, when when we see Luke underneath the the hood and the the burning backgrounds and all that, he looks different from this. Right. So, right. but I did, I saw something uh, on the internet you know, internet slews, you know how that goes. Um, saying that the like his glove that he's showing in the new picture was uh taken from uh Last Jedi photo shoot. So like they copied the glove over for some reason. And um I don't know about the rest of it. But it, it's already just based off of that alone, it's probably not a hundred percent gonna be screen accurate or whatever. But I don't know. I I mean at this point everybody knows uh I'm I'm one of the Luke fanboys around, and Force Awakens the way it ended perfect. Like I really wanted Luke to be in the movie because I'm I'm anxious for him to show up, but it was okay because the payoff was worth it. Because when he did show up at the very end, it was all hype. So uh, Last Jedi, 
uh, was kind of an up and down in the sense of wanting to be a fan of just as a Luke fan, you know, I was struggling back and forth between understanding where he was just like as a human and, and, and thinking about his character developments and what I wanted to see as a fan of him and, and someone who, who meant something to me, you know, um, for a long time. And then ultimately in the end, you know, he, he got his moment and, and it worked out. It still isn't what I would have written for the movie, but I appreciate it, you know, and, and I see where it's coming from and so on. At this point, just give the Luke people what they want, you know, like, like have him be awesome, have him be what we would expect him to be. And, and I just, I don't know, I would be a little disappointed if they went back to his uh, hermit, took himself away from the galaxy because he was scared of Ben. Look. You know, like, yeah. do something better if, than that. If you have him, as a, as we've talked about in the show, if you have him as a force ghost, then he needs to be a heroic effing force ghost. Yeah. As heroic as a force ghost could be. You know, not, not stand in the background and be like, ooh, that's <laughs> some dangerous stuff there, you know? <laughs> like like Kyle's about to go for a strike and Luke just goes boo behind him and messes yes. him up. Yeah, so... If you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna have him in the final battle, then you need to have him battle in the final battle, not you know st- stand there and and sort of, you know, uh, give commentary on what's going on. I don't think anybody wants to see that. And, and, and again, you know, we've talked about it multiple times on the show. And I was actually reading the rough draft of that script the other day. I started tweeting at it, and then I got tired because <laughs> nobody gave a crap. But uh, basically, the stuff that. You know how how they go in and out, and the nether the nether world. You know we've heard. I think there was some person on Twitter who's saying that uh, George Lucas said that the only way to kill the Sith is in the nether world. Well, uh, hopefully that's what we're getting. Hopefully, hopefully we get yeah. And, but and again, yeah, well, I just it makes sense with the lore that we built to this point. With you think back about um, Obi Wan telling telling Luke if he you know fights like he's I cannot interfere this time, right? It, well, why would he yes. say that if it's impossible for them to to do anything? You know, to to if he if he can't interfere in the first place, what's the point of him saying that? Right, right. No, I I, I agree hundred percent. So, like that opens the door to the types of things that we can be getting. Yep. The 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 pictures are great though. They're really good. She always does good pictures. Oh, always, yeah. Yeah. And it, one it, other thing I will point, say like, is people. What? Don't read too much into some of these pictures, okay? I've seen some people talking about how Ray and Kylo are walking away, but looking at the same thing, indicating that their journeys are going opposite directions, but they have the same goal, which is going to mirror the plot of the movie. And the backgrounds are different ones at sunrise, ones at sunset because of the yin and yang. Guys, they're cool pictures. How about that picture? There, well, I don't know if you saw it. There's a picture that a friend of ours sent. Uh, boy, it was it was a it was a Raylo picture. Oh uh, yeah, uh huh. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, well, no, I saw that. Don't read too yeah. much into that one. That one was naughty. <laughs> that, that was one, a naughty picture. That that one was um, naughty bits. It exists. <laughs> that uh, it's a picture. <laughs> Uh, if you if you send me a DM, I'll send it to you. <laughs> but uh, uh, otherwise, uh, it's like, <laughs> hey, we are we are a family podcast, Mark. I know. 
Hey, you have to verify your age first. Send me your driver's license. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't want to go to jail. And, and when you say uh, a picture, you mean loose artistic depiction. Yes. Yes. Loose arti- artistic depiction. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, well, <laughs> trying to. I just remembered there was one other thing. We don't really have to go into it because uh, it, it's honestly probably not even worth touching right now but there was one heavily discussed rumor that was going around a little bit ago Uh, go ahead and go for it well no i really don't want to go too much into it because it's probably it is a rumor it was not a leak it was not a reported um plot point or anything it was just like a like a conversation that came from uh jason and uh i I think people were taking it putting too much stock in it because it's admittedly probably not gonna happen but it was just an interesting talking point and it really blew up because not a single person liked it pretty much so it was just about talking discussing about race parentage and, and who it may or may not be as you can imagine if you don't know what the rumor is just based off the topic i'm sure you can see why it was it blew up all over the place but again it's probably not even true anyway um at this point based off of what what it seems like it's going on so, yeah, I don't really want to go too much into it. If you are interested, I mean, you can let us know more than likely. If you're listening to our show, you've already were aware of what was going on and you know about it. So, anyway, that happened. Yeah, that definitely happened. So, all right. Well, hey, you know what? We should fix Star Wars Twitter, Mark. Hey, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I, I need you to promise to our listeners right now that you're going to do this. Look, I, I I can only fix what I can fix. I can only you know do what I can do. I, I don't. I generally don't. I try to not involve myself with negativity. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> I wonder I, why I, I'm not I, on Twitter as much as I used to. Well, be. I know. I, I, well, I mean, I, reasons, but... I, I, I try. I try and promote the things that I love. I try and only talk about the things that interest me. Right. I don't really feel like talking negatively or arguing with people for the most right. part about, about their opinions. You know, yeah. there are so many things that I come across that I look at and go, I have a great argument against what you said, but I just move on. Well, it's, it's you like, know? And, you know, and especially when it's a, especially when it's an opinion. Well, so there's a, there's a saying, you know, facts can be wrong. Opinions can't. True. And the funny thing, the Ella King drew about, you know, I was getting way too wrapped up in, um, people's opinions of Game of Thrones, and I want to know why didn't you like it, and I wanted to tell you why you're wrong. And then, <laughs> and, and then it was like, you know, whatever. You don't like it, you don't like it. I, I know that it was it was successful for me. It worked for me. I love it. But I was getting way too angry over. I don't understand how you don't see it like I see it. And I was like, yes, whatever. You know, I'm not going to be able to convince anybody, or why should I even try and convince people that their feelings on something's incorrect? Right. You, know, you don't like it. You don't like it. But then at the same time, don't tell me why I should hate it. And that and that's the thing. It's like, you know, I think a lot of people come back with with, you know, I, I think people are so fervently defensive of like The Last Jedi because people come at them and tell them this is why you should hate this. And right. it's like well, when, when you're when you're a passionate fan of anything, it's really easy 
to get into conversations about pros and cons of current events, so to speak, which you do like. It's gotten like. worse, though. It's gotten worse with Twitter. It well, it it very much has, um, because it, it's a easily accessible, generally applied bad forum. Oh God, yeah. So I mean, well, anyway, like I say. It's understandable and fine to have those types of conversations, but they need to be kept healthy and respectful and acknowledging that, again, at the end of the day, you are discussing art. You know, I mean, can you imagine, seriously, if, there, if there's like a, a picture, like a painting, a Renaissance painting in front of you, you know, and one person's talking about how great it is because of how awesome it is, and one's like, no, it sucks, and it was explaining why it sucked. Like, how ridiculous would that seem to us, probably? You know, like, like have a constructive conversation about the art and, and don't just be saying, well, your eyes aren't working because it's a piece of crap. You know, you don't do that. And the, these stories, these movies, these franchises, TV shows, whatever it is, they are our modern day form of art. And, and we're looking ridiculous with the way that we handle it these days. Right. Anyway, I don't think I'm saying anything that hasn't already been said, but uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, you know what? It's been fun. I'm I'm happy to be back speaking with you. We weren't here last week. It was a holiday. Yeah, but, we record uh, on we record on uh, Mondays, and most of the holidays fall on. That is correct, and we're good for a little while, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's I don't think we have anything for a while. But maybe Veterans Day. Is it Monday in like September? Is that Veterans Day or is it? But Veterans Day is November. Uh, okay, so what's September? Labor Day. Labor Day. Labor Day. Okay, yeah. So we're good to Labor Day. I guess. Yeah, I'm looking at that. I guess we. I mean, you never know. We might just decide. You know what? Let's just not not do an episode this week, but we're gonna do a, an episode for five days in a row. I mean, you never know what we're gonna do. Oh my God, no! <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're shorter. They're 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 25 minute episodes once a day. Sunday through Saturday for a week. That would be great. Oh, you think? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. All right. Well, anyway. All right. Um, see ya. <laughs> bye, everybody. <laughs> I need to come up with like the most informal way. Like you're like you know, bye everybody, pretty much every time. That's a good way to end. I I need to find new ways to end in a bad way. Like you know. Later, losers. No, but even that's good. Maybe it's because uh, you're saying it. If I said it, it'd be weird. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. There you go. That Yeah, you just ruined that phrase. <laughs>